Hello and welcome to the Dr. Chaos Podcast. As always, I got my partner in crime, my good buddy, my best friend, Tony G. Tony, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hello, hello. Wow, what an intro. I'm doing really good, man. It's a, a little late at night here, you know, kind of winter setting in, so the sun is setting much faster than what it used to, but uh, I'm, uh, you know, bearing down for the winter months. Out in California. <laughs> yeah, out in California. You know, we were actually just a few days ago, me and you were out in Cancun, sitting on the beach. Me and you actually thought like, hey, like, let's do a podcast on the beach. And uh, I think we didn't move away from our uh, mimosas and <laughs> move away from the beach. But it was uh, it was definitely a good vacation, man. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a um, yeah. the intention was there to do some podcasts, but uh you know, between all the presentations and the meeting with customers and, you know, enjoying the beach. Um, it just didn't happen, man. It wasn't a priority, apparently. You know, you're making me look bad. I used to vacation, but, and you know, you're right. It is, uh, we were, we were technically out there for work. And, you know, things you just mentioned is like, hey, presentations, we were actually out there for a conference, um, which is a pretty cool conference. But, you know, last a uh, few months, right, I mean, I've been actually going to a few conferences. I presented. I know you have as well. And I'm sitting down and, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've really been on the road, really kind of hung out at conferences. And uh, the last few conferences I went to, I've been making an effort to really sit through the talks, sit through and listen to the speakers. And it's kind of funny in my mind. And I was talking to you about this is, wow, this is like the same message I hear over and over again, or it's the same problem we're trying to solve. I'm like, nothing has really changed at all and it was kind of sad and when i mean nothing has changed i know we're throwing new technology solutions like the buzzword this week is xdr and uh you know me and you have spoken about xdr we had a podcast on what xdr was but um and, and i think it's a great technology solution but, it, but nothing nothing really uh really changes it seems like yeah yeah it's like uh <laughs> you know we have this uh I think we've had this conversation many years um, you know, now where it's like, you know, you're getting ready to go on stage and do a presentation. And I'm thinking in my head, shit, they must have heard this before because I send this over and over again. It's like, and then you go on there, you do your presentation. Everyone's like, wow, amazing presentation. That's good. They want to come up and talk to you. And it's like, man, it's crazy that, you know, people still, you know, even though we think it's the same message, a lot of people uh, you know, still are like kind of hearing this, you know, for the first time. It's like, uh, well, I don't know, man. It's just odd. It's like, for what? I, I've been in the business now for over 30 years, and it doesn't really seem, I mean, you know, we're making a dent, I think, into the problem a little bit, but it's like, I don't know. I think we we rely so much on, you know, technology and innovation. You know, don't get me wrong. We need that, and we need to continue that innovation. You know, it's really helping but for me, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think where we fell short is we didn't really do the harder thing of really trying to get people up to speed, you know, with what all this was in cybersecurity. And maybe it's not all our fault, right? Because it happens so fast. You know, it's not like you're a doctor or a lawyer where things don't really kind of change that you know, quickly in cybersecurity, man, you know, something that you learned maybe a year or two ago, you know, could be obsolete, you know, and you're having to learn something new. But I think there really needs to be an effort 
uh, a little bit more of an effort. I know we hear this all you know, all the time, and a lot of vendors and everyone else is talking about the skill shortage, and we're all kind of focusing on trying to get people trained up. But man, I mean, you know, this has been a thing for <laughs> over, I think, over 30 years now, and you know, we haven't really kind of put a focus in on it. You have the vendors that are, you know, offering, you know, kind of trainings and what on their technologies. And I think that's great. But at the end of the day, uh, we need vendor neutral, you know, training. We need these individuals who are coming up and even the ones that are in the environments now to understand cybersecurity, understand how to build a cybersecurity program, you know, understand what the actual sort of threats are. You know, those things were years ago you know, we said, oh man, you know, we want the unicorn, you know, we want this individual that just knows all this stuff. I was like, oh man, you're never going to get them. We need that person now. That should be, uh, you know, the, you know, the actual, you know, de facto standard in my mind of what we need. We'd had plenty of time, I think, to be able to get, you know, the training up to speed and get these individuals to a level where they need to know all these things. Because if, if we don't, I know I'm going on a rant here, you know, we're going to continue down the same road. You know, it's like, you know, you drive the most high performance freaking sports car. It's there. It's the greatest. It's the fastest. If you don't have a driver that's experienced to be able to drive that thing as fast as it can to really kind of reap the benefits of it, it doesn't matter. That freaking technology is never going to freaking do you any good. It's the same thing that we have in cyber, you know, security here, all this you know, great technology, but if there aren't experts there that can drive that technology and bring it all together, have the actual right people and the right processes to tie it all in, yeah, you know, we're going to continue down the same road, you know? Yeah, Tony, it, uh, it really seems like it grinds your gears, and I think that's the perfect title I'm going to use for this podcast because uh, <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying, you know, and, you know, you right before you started this, I was thinking, like, some, something has definitely failed. Like since I've been in cybersecurity, because we're at the same spot. So what has failed? I was thinking, like, is it me? Is it am I just like taking for granted what I know and not people need to like uh, you know? There's new people coming in. There's other people that have different jobs. Am I am I just not, am I am I just not understanding them, or has something else failed? And I and I think you kind of hit it on the point that something as an industry has failed. And you, you know we've we've always responded by that failure as an industry by like more technology and not necessarily better technology, but I, say, I think I, I think really it was better technology. I think I think that that's that, that you can make an argument for that, but 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 it hasn't solved the problem and it's the people problem. And, you know, for years, a lot of people have been saying it's about security awareness, it's about training like you have. And and so we, we know what the problem is. Most people know like, hey, security awareness can go a long way and can, you know, even outshine like the best technology in some cases. So why is there not an effort for that? And while we're while everyone's pushing XDR today or AI yesterday or uh, you know um, visibility the day before, right? Uh, so we always come up with these new ways of technology, like looking into security and piercing back the curtain a little bit. But no one's made that same effort in in getting everyone on board. I mean, there are companies like there there are some great training institutions and programs out there that do make an effort. As a, but the, but as an industry, no one's done that, right? You, you're not going to go to like the next RSA and have everyone talk about awareness. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got you know, you got SANS, you know, the SANS you know Institute, and you got a lot of other you know sort of trainings up there. But yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's a um, 
you know, the emphasis, you know, I think really isn't necessarily on that. Even when, you know, you have these, you know, these, these companies that are, you know, trying to hire the right people. I mean, I guess it's hard to be able to hire, you know, these folks and what have you. And it's just much, it's just easier to be able to default to the easy button and just invest in technology. Right. And that's, that's really what everybody's doing. And that, that really starts to create the problem. It's almost, gosh, I almost feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, maybe we need more, uh, you know, consulting companies. And I think, I mean, you know, on the positive side, I do see more of a movement now uh, where, you know, organizations are saying, you know, you know what, I not only need technology, but I need an MSSP. I need someone to monitor my network. I need consultants in here, you know, to really kind of, you know, let me know what's going on, you know. So I do see that, but I think the movement needs to, uh, you know, continue to grow. Um, so instead of, hey, I got this like budget to be able to buy this technology, you know, I think it should be, hey, I got this kind of OPEX now to be able to kind of bring in, you know, these external sort of companies to, you know, monitor and maybe even just, uh, you know, do like a CISO as a service or what have you. Have those experts in there that are basically, you know, your extended experts, you know, to whatever you have, uh, you know, on your staff. Yeah, you, you know, when MSSPs first started kind of kind of becoming a buzzword or mainstream, I thought that was at the end. I was like, why why would anyone like, uh, you know, pay a, uh, a bar or anyone to do any work? Because like, um, this makes so much sense, right? It just uh, it just makes sense. Like, uh, security is so complicated, but these guys can scale and, and do it right. And, uh, you know, and, and the first problem I thought was they, there was a lot of bad MSSPs that really didn't provide any value at all, right? But but then, uh, then on top of that, when I started seeing cloud and I started seeing like, okay, um, like Azure is like having their own, <coughs> excuse me, services, you know, security services, and they're integrated on the cloud and, and AWS at the same time. Yeah, you have vendors that can kind of uh, go around those services and value add on those services, but why wouldn't you just go straight to the cloud provider? And uh, because they're right there, they, they have the most um, visibility and most likely they have the most resources they can throw out the problem. And that's totally turned out to be a dud as well, right? Because like, like, uh, like the security services and the visibility and the reporting just isn't there for a lot of them. Maybe, maybe that can change easily, but um, they really haven't haven't really measured up to any of the security companies that are out there that are providing services or their uh, cloud-based appliances. Uh, so, so uh, I would think like, you know, we we we're definitely been really close to having these solutions, technology solutions, but they really haven't you know, haven't made too much of a dent. You say they, they made a dent, but I've just seen, you know, in my opinion, I think we've just seen maneuverability on like where the attackers are coming in from, right? Instead of the front door, side door, windows, right? Things of that nature. They, I really haven't seen any attackers that have been like, oh, now now we got to rethink our game or we got to slow down or we're going to, you know, we're not going to make money or something like that. No, no, can they, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it doesn't seem to affect them you know, sort of too much at all, man. There's just so many open doors, you know, and a lot of that may be, you know, with just innovation in technology as as new technologies, you know, sort of crop up. Of course, there's always going to be, you know, additional holes and vectors that they can take advantage of. But I guess now that you're mentioning, I guess, you know, even though I was saying, hey, kind of people should be investing in, you know, MSS, you know, P's and, you know, more of the people uh, and process uh, so, uh, solution, but 
you know, at the same time, I, you know, I was out, uh, <laughs> I was out so, like somewhere. I don't want to say where I was because you know, I might kind of give it away. <laughs> so I, I was out somewhere and I was kind of talking to some of my local buddies and they do, you know, you know, they do CISA as a service and what have you. And like, so they're like the, you know, the ones that are, um, you know, they're evaluating, you know, different technologies or, and or, you know, uh, solutions like, you know, outsourced, uh, you know, monitoring. And, you know, even he's saying, he's like, you know, I recommended these guys, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the, you know, it's not the best, but I got them in there and, you know, he monitors, you know, the alerts that get sent and what have you. And it's like, it's still, <laughs> it's not top notch, right? It's still, it's still second class, you know, which really goes back to the problem, I guess, still, because there's such a skill shortage, even the MSSPs that are offering these kind of people services are still sort of struggling to get the right skill set, you know? Yeah, actually, the, at the conference I was at this week, I talked to a, a well-known MSSP, uh, a very large, very well-respected MSSP, and I asked him, like, hey, um, like, how often would you recommend another vendor? And, and, and you know, you know the, I guess the guy was honest with me. He said, like, pretty much never. He's like, unless the customer is pushing for that, because, you know, we've chosen our vendors that they you know they 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 you know we know they're good enough right they they made the gardener list they've made the magic quadrants right but they may not be the best they're definitely not best to breed but it's easy to manage i was like i get that i mean everyone does that i i get that right and then i asked him i go well how often do you reevaluate your vendor and he's like wow he's like i don't think we've ever reevaluated our vendors we picked a vendor and and when we have issues they like you know, we push them for new services or software or updates, and but we never actually reevaluated the vendor of choice. And I'm like, I don't know. That's 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 interesting as well. Like uh, they're they're getting locked in, and they're you know, I think you're just extending the problem, making it a little deeper, and not really making it go away in any way. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of people get you know, uh, they get complacent, they get very comfortable with working, I guess, with uh, you know, with the people that they do, you know, kind of work with and. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it's it's just uh, it does kind of bother me, man. It, you know, it really does. And then you know, uh, you know, when I was on the other side, you know, when I was a customer, and you know, when I had my own little like consulting company, what have you, and I had to interact with, you know, with the other vendors and everything else. I'm trying to sell their, you know, their gear, and you know, or if I was just, you know, um, you know, like working on behalf of the actual customer the i i couldn't speak for the vendor you know the se whenever they couldn't speak my language they couldn't speak cybersecurity. the only thing that they could speak is their specific solution that they were trying to sell me and and that bugged the heck out of me man and and you know you would think that that would have changed um, and i think it's starting to right i mean you see a movement where a lot of these vendors uh, are investing in, you know, cybersecurity consulting companies. Uh, they're making an effort to bring in even account managers uh, that have a different mindset and, and a different language, you know, that really sort of resonates with, you know, the CISOs and the folks that are responsible for building, you know, a cyber, you know, security program, you know, but I guess, it's a lot. It's a long ways off, and a lot of vendors. I don't think they've made that, you know, transition. And that also may be because there's probably a lot of companies that, you know, have individuals that, you know, maybe not even might not even be aware 
of what's going on. So at the end of the day, they're just going to believe, uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the message is uh, for that particular, you know, solution that SE or that account manager, oh, hey, that's the technology I'm going to get then, you know, let me buy that and let me kind of put that in. And I guess that just, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, I really don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just kind of talking, uh, you know, around and, I don't know if it's in like circles, but uh, it just seems like there's so many, you know, nuances that are kind of going on in the ecosystem of cybersecurity and vendors and the partners and everything else that it all goes back, you know, in my head to that common, that common sort of problem is it's just there, you know, we just don't have enough, you know, skilled resources to, you know, to be able to kind of deal with this. And I don't think there's a focus on it. We, we say there's a focus, right? But like I said, again, you know, a lot of the actual focus is on learning the vendor technology. And I don't think that's, that's really going to solve, you know, the real problem at hand here, at least in my mind. Hey, hey, you know what? This, this is what grinds your gears. So you can talk about anything you want. We don't need to go to a specific place. But, um, but I, I, I do agree with you. I think a lot of people probably listening probably kind of understand where you're coming from. And, you know, let's not beat around the bush. We know a lot of these decisions get made because there's a lot of money in play, right? And people don't want to don't want to change a horse mid-race if they're making money or not. They don't really, they may not necessarily, I think, they may not necessarily really care about, you know, um, the holistic security or the best security, right? I mean, I'm sure, sure everyone does in the field, but there are a lot of, a lot of organizations, a lot of individuals, uh, and even, even people working at companies that, are in a good spot that are making a lot of money and they don't want to see those changes, even if that may be the most logical way because it's hard to do. And that hard, that, you know, having something hard means it's there's uncertainty. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. So what you're saying is, uh, you know, if there's an SEO account manager, it's like, well, I don't want to learn anymore because I'm already making all this money. I mean, why should I, you know, like get smarter on something when, you know, I already got, you know, I, you know, I'm making good coin, I guess, huh? I, mean, that's what you're I, saying? I think this can be like from an employee at any organization to a bar to a, a OEM, uh, you know, from uh, sales engineers to, um, you know, to account managers to CEOs of companies, right? I mean, um, I mean, I think it goes across the entire chain, not in all companies, uh, for sure, not across all industries, but probably, probably enough where it's like, the, you know, that that change makes it difficult as an industry to accomplish. Yeah, so maybe it's not, uh, yeah, I mean, they, you know, the initiative of getting the skilled resources probably has to come from, you know, from somewhere else, right? I mean, uh, you know, all the vendors are in there to make money, right? So, so they're gonna, you know, do whatever they can to, you know, to sell their products and their wares and what have you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, where does the emphasis kind of come on? Uh, well, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, you know, has to, I guess maybe it comes from, you know, from the, uh, you know, the institutions, you know, the, you know, the colleges and what have you. Um, I haven't, I haven't really seen the curriculum for a lot of colleges these days, but, uh, you know, I do have some buddies that, you know, are, you know, kind of teaching different courses and, you know, the courses have gotten a lot better. Um, so I would actually say that. So, you know, so maybe, you know, in the next few years or so, I don't know, you know, probably not, but uh, it, it is getting better, it seems. Like when you go to, 
you know, institution, you know, you go to a university, um, it seems like the, you know, the cybersecurity, you know, <laughs> curriculum is, is a little better. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, you, you know, I would agree with you, but me and you know, like a lot of the same people that are teaching at universities or even other institutions. So we know those guys, we know their, we know the course that they brought and it's definitely better. I think me and you, and probably will make a good podcast is to evaluate a couple of uh, cybersecurity programs at major university community colleges. I, I think that would be an awesome little project for me and you to do and see where, you know, what the, what, what are they teaching? What are the outreaches that they're doing with uh, people in the industry and vendors in the places? And really, what, what are the students taking away? Like, uh, are they ready for a job? Because certainly a couple of years ago, someone could study uh, IT or cybersecurity and they certainly really weren't ready, um, you know, for, uh, you know, a, a cybersecurity, they would definitely have to put their foot in the door and uh, get a get a lot of uh, on the job experience. So, are we are we getting past that point? Because, uh, you, you know, that was pretty much everything. Whether you had, uh, you know, you know, no college experience or a master, most people still needed that on the job experience. Yeah, I mean, I think you still need that, but you, but you know, you brought up a good a good point uh, where, you know, I think we get asked a lot. Hey, um, I'm just starting out, and you know, I want to you know, either going to a different career like cyber uh, security or, hey, I'm getting out of, you know, high school and, you know, I'm not really sure what to invest in. You know, I want to get into, you know, cyber security. Where, you know, where do I start? Um, well, uh, you know, and they're like, hey, hey, what's the, what's the security kind of, you know, course that I should take and what have you. And then, and I always say, I think we had some conversations about this. It's like, you know, how it, I was fortunate enough to go through just being a systems administrator, being a network administrator, and then moving into, you know, cybersecurity. I had the foundational knowledge of how that, you know, the systems and networking technology actually like worked. And then I was able to apply, you know, security on, you know, top of that. And I think that's what probably makes it for me a lot more difficult now, you know, because the kids, they, you know, they go into these, you know, universities and I guess maybe, you know, they have all these cyber, you know, security courses, but they probably don't start out with knowing how to administer Active Directory, you know, knowing how to administer, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, routers and, you know, switches and now the cloud, you know, AWS and uh, uh, Azure, are they, learning that stuff first and then applying the cybersecurity on, you know, top of that. I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah. You, you know, a lot of people have usually, uh, you know, studied their traditional, like um, I would say, you know, coursework and then usually, you know, then, um, you know, supplement that with like certifications and certification studying. I don't know if it's worth it because like, you know, you know, like a, a couple of year, years ago, maybe 10 years ago, there could be no wrong studying like Active Directory, right? I mean, absolutely nothing. And I would still so say to a certain extent right now, but I, I mean, you still see, you see, you definitely see a shift. You see, you see, I see plenty of organizations, surprisingly, that don't have Active Directory. Like they, they're all in cloud. They're using cloud-based services, Radius, things like that, and they don't, they don't need Active Directory. And so, uh, and and will we see more of a shift to that? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just like the startups and stuff. I could certainly see that, but um, I think uh, it's dangerous when you plug yourself into technology and you know, how fast it changes, or not even how fast it changes. I would say how slow the curriculum can change, you know take to update. So I'm always afraid of that. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know, man. I I don't know what the I don't know what the answer well, is. Yeah, well, well, man, it was it was great talking with you today. Uh, grinding those gears, figuring out like what bugs us. Uh, uh, definitely, any of our listeners, uh, you know, we definitely uh, like you to reach out to us on on Twitter or LinkedIn. Uh, let us know what you what you think. Um, you know, join the conversation. But uh, other than that, uh, Tony, any any last words or wisdom? Yeah, I just kind of adding on to it, I guess, because you know you're starting to get me a little sort of spun up. It's just, it does just, you know, you know, of course it's marketing, and you have to actually have the right marketing to, you know, sell your products and your wares. But gosh, you know, everyone gets this false sense of, you know, uh, security sometimes, and it goes back to the skill set, right? These or these organizations, uh, the people that are you know, in charge of, you know, securing and or in you know, organizations like cyber assets, you know, they're not at the level that they probably need to be. And they just will, you know, believe, uh, you know, the marketing and what have you. And I think uh, it just drives me nuts sometimes just to kind of hear like the messaging or whatever. And they get this false sense of, you know, this, uh, security, like, hey, this is going to solve my problem. And you know what? It never, never does um i don't know I, I i think i'm i'm continuing to repeat myself over and over again but man there's just so many kind of angles at it it's just you know so many things that kind of get me nuts about this industry well don't worry next week we can come on on the podcast and we can tell the uh, audience about what your solution is to this whole thing you ready for <laughs> well what is it what is it uh, well, uh, I, I, I thought you were going to recommend my classes when you were talking about like, uh, <laughs> I'll be like, go, go see Amar Lakani and his classes and sort of thing. But uh, maybe may, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you get creative. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I, I wish, uh, I wish we knew that because I think me and you and a lot of people that we know have this passion of trying to make, uh, you know, the people better that are in, coming into the industry, organizations more safer, and uh, and re really, really, I mean, I think it's kind of like a personal mission for me and you and uh, a lot of people. And I hope we we make more headway than we have. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like at least uh, at least in my uh, in my life, I'm at the halftime right now, and uh, and I wish uh, the score was a little better in our favor. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like we need to make a mandatory kind of two year sort of training if you're getting into cybersecurity. <laughs> yeah. I guess that that probably won't fly, but uh, you know, it has to be something like that, man. I mean, we have to get uh, you know, more of an emphasis on, you know, let's take some of that marketing, that huge marketing engines that everybody has and let's kind of, you know, let's aim them, you know, towards, you know, getting people more educated on just vendor neutral cybersecurity, you know? Yep, yep. I'm sure a vendor wants to spend their marketing dollars on promoting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. All, All right, Tony. Man. It is always, I'm always done. good I'm talking done. to you. <laughs> always good talking to you, buddy, man. We will see you next time. All right. See you later, guys. Bye.